Time to bring the funny? It's laughter we're after. We're gonna need to find a couple of hundred more funny monsters. And bring in some new players. I plan on breaking promises, bouncing checks, and just being a ruthless, conniving <laughs> player. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Wednesday, July 7th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Has Batwoman found Ryan Wilder's long-lost mother? Robin Givens is joining the CW superhero drama in a major role for season three, cast in the series regular role of Jada Jett, the powerful CEO of Jet Industries who, quote, isn't bossy, she's the boss. Described as passionate and hardworking, Jada is, quote, a woman who has worked her way through life's ups and downs to climb her way to the top, all while being extremely protective over her impetuous son. But here is perhaps the most important part of Jada's character description, the revelation that she has, quote, a deep past that forced her to give up her firstborn child. As Batwoman fans know, Ryan was thrown a huge curveball in the season two finale when she learned, thanks to a newly imprisoned Alice, that her biological mother didn't actually die in childbirth, as she'd been led to believe, but is in fact alive. Netflix isn't waiting until Friday's virtual WitcherCon convention to drop the latest news from the Witcherverse. Crazy Rich Asians, Star Trek Discovery, and Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Ring star Michelle Yeoh has joined The Witcher Blood Origin, the live-action prequel series to the main Henry Cavill starring show. Yeoh takes the role of Xi'an, the very last of her nomadic tribe of sword elves. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Now let's head for the hills for our number three pick, The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. This week, the wives gather at Lisa Rinna's home for a pasta night celebrating Garcelle's birthday. But the party soon becomes a screaming match between Crystal and Sutton, who are still dealing with lingering tensions after the Lake Tahoe trip and the three episodes worth of fallout that came after. We're starting to resign ourselves to the fact that this storyline will dominate the rest of the season. Here is a preview of tonight's episode. It looks so cute, Harry. It's Positano in Beverly Hills. It's gotta be eaten while it's hot. Make a wish. I want him hung like a horse. <laughs> Tell me the truth. I can't get it together. Amelia will go to Cabo. Is, is Amelia going with Scott? No, it's not appropriate. Why are you so defensive? You're upset because you're jealous. Jealous of what? Your ugly leather pants? No, 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 no. no. Just once could these ladies get through a dinner party without something like this happening. You can catch The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills tonight at 8 on Bravo. Now, time to scare up today's number two pick, Monsters at Work. Well, maybe we should rephrase that, because the new Disney Plus series picks up the day after Monsters Incorporated begins harvesting laughs instead of screams. 
The series is a follow-up to Pixar's Monsters, Inc. and follows eager young monster Tyler Tuskman, an aspiring scarer who lands a job at Monsters, Inc. With scaring out and laughter in, Tyler is temporarily reassigned to the Monsters, Inc. facilities team, MIFT, where he must work alongside a misfit bunch of mechanics while setting his sights on becoming a jokester. Here's a preview. Excuse me, Tyler Tuskman, official scarer. What? Scarer? You're no longer hiring scarers? <laughs> scarers are out. Jokesters are in. Is this a joke? Report to MIFT. <laughs> yeah! Home sweet home. Meet the new guy, Tyler Tuskman. Hi. We were best buds in college. We just had that one class together. Yeah, but it was special. We didn't actually speak. Um, what exactly is MIFT? What is MIFT? Ah, uh, now you've done it. The Monsters, Inc. facilities team. M-I-F-T. If a machine needs maintenance, we maintain it now. None of us will ever speak of this again. Nobody saw nothing. Those voice talents you just heard include Ben Feldman, Mindy Kaling, Henry Winkler, and Lucas Neff. But Monsters at Work also features the return of Billy Crystal and John Goodman as Mike and Scully. The duo recently spoke to EW's Christian Holub about returning to the monster world. Yeah, it was really exciting when when Notion first uh, arose that you know we'd be back is one of my favorite characters if not the favorite character to play because he's just so free and so much fun to do um but a, a chance to work with john and the, and the great folks at, at pixar and disney knowing that the quality of the storytelling would be as great as it is that was that was that's an easy decision their the imaginations are just incredible Fans will surely be equally excited to return to the world of Monsters, Inc. You can laugh it up with the first episode of Monsters at Work on Disney Plus right now. Trivia. It's trivia time. Before he voiced Mike Wazowski in Monsters, Inc., Billy Crystal turned down the role of what Toy Story character? Buzz Lightyear, Rex, or Mr. Potato Head? Stick around for the answer. And our number one pick, What to Watch, will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Any Real Housewives and Below Deck fans out there looking to expand the Bravo viewing diet, this next recommendation is for you. I'm now joined by EW's Marcus Jones to discuss the Bravo reality show he can't get enough of lately. Hey Marcus, how's it going? Good, how's it going? I am doing really well, thank you. So let's get into this because I feel like we're often on, uh, you know, on Slack here at work talking about some reality shows, and this is one that I have not yet checked out. But please do tell everyone what you're watching. So uh, the newest Bravo show that I'm obsessed with is called Family Karma, and it's 
along the lines of say like a Vanderpump Rules or Southern Charm where it's mm-hmm. a younger crowd, young professionals in their sort of late 20s, early 30s. But it really focuses specifically on the Indian community in Miami. And so some of the people are Anisha, Amrit, uh, Brian, Monica, Vishal, and they're all just going through different life stuff that's happening, sort of figuring mm-hmm. out if they want to get engaged, uh, trying mm-hmm. to find fiancés and things like that. But the best part is their parents are very involved in the show because a lot of them live at home. Oh. And so as they're sort of getting their life figured out, you get their parents acting as the Greek chorus. And so it's just <laughs> a lot of drama, but very hilarious to hear how... Uh, their family reacts to it. Amrit is like the first person in the community to come out. And so him and his boyfriend are now thinking about getting engaged. And so a really powerful scene that happened recently was him coming out to his grandmother and telling her that he wants to uh, get engaged to Nicholas and sort of seeing how he tackled that was just Mm -hmm. heartwarming even though part of it was hard because she's in her 90s and so she didn't necessarily understand it but it was nice to see her sort of acknowledge like i'm happy as long as you're happy probably the most Mm -hmm. drama filled storyline is that vishal has dated this woman risha for nine years and they've been engaged for probably i want to say about like two years and they're just constantly back and forth about whether or not they're gonna pull the trigger and get married because vishal is completely scared of risha's mother Mm. and like uh she is not someone to mess with like you get to see her on the show she's (laughs) hilarious and she says like the exact kind of tough love that vishal needs So in the landscape of the many unscripted uh, reality series out there, what's your elevator pitch to everyone for why this is a show they've got to watch? Now in its second season, by the way. Gosh, this is hard. I would say uh, number one thing is there's a character that I did not mention. Her name is Bali. She is one of the best reality personalities that I've seen in a long time. She has the classic story of she married very rich when she was young and then broke up with him, but is still hot and is like in between uh, the young crowd and the older crowd. And so they make jokes about her being auntie, even though she's maybe like five to 10 years older uh, than some of them. But she like is the kind of person who walks in, takes over the whole room. She's very funny. But as are all the other parents, the best part of the show is that you get to see the family interactions Mm -hmm. And the parents are just like so funny, making fun of what their kids are going through and sort of the generational uh, differences. And so the family interactions are so strong. And it's nice to see like this isn't a cast that they randomly brought together. This is a cast that has known each other their entire lives. Mm -hmm. And so they're really open with each other and vulnerable. And you get to see... Uh, so much of what they're going through. And yeah, and so it's like, it has the drama you want from a Bravo show, but it's also very funny. Yeah, well, that uh, that dynamic uh, certainly 
often makes for better TV. So I will be playing catch up on this show if the rest of you want to as well. Uh, you can do that on Bravo, on Peacock, on Sling, on DirecTV. Lots of options for you. Family Karma now in its second season. Thanks so much, Marcus. No problem. All right, don't evict us from your ears just yet because it's time for our number one pick, Big Brother. The CBS competition series is back and hopefully better than ever with new twists to shake up the game, a historically diverse cast, and a beach-themed house that host Julie Chen Moonves describes as part seaside cabana, part Monte Carlo. As for those twists, though, tonight's live 90-minute premiere will see four captains be crowned and all 16 players broken up into teams for the first month of the season. The episode will also end with Chen Moonves making some sort of double-or-nothing offer. Here's the host to explain how all of this will work. This year, the house guests, the 16 brand-new house guests, are going to be forced to play in teams. These teams will form on the opening night. The minute a group of four moves in, they're going to have to compete right away. And the winner of that competition becomes a team captain who gets to pick their teammates at the end of the night. And then after we've established the teams, the team captains are going to face off against each other for the first head of household of the summer. And then at the end of the night, when they think it's good night time and everything is good and they're safe for a week, I'm going to present the head of household with an offer that he or she probably cannot refuse. It's a double or nothing. So it's double the safety as in two weeks for you and your teammates, right? So your teammates are going to be like, yeah, you got to do it. And as head of household, you're going to want that for two weeks. But if you don't win that competition, you lose being head of household. Well, we're just hoping these changes will break up the snoozy and safe gameplay we've seen the last few seasons. Now, as I mentioned, this season will feature Big Brother's most diverse cast ever. So let's hear a bit from the contestants. I plan on breaking promises, bouncing checks, and just being a ruthless, conniving (laughs) player. I'll even pack your stuff if I need to. Get to stepping, mommy and daddy's waiting for you at home. Our model this season is no risk, no reward. I'm ready to just go in and be an unapologetic badass. One wrong gamble could cost them the game and a half million dollars. I'm here so I can win all-stars. I'm not even just here to win this season. Like I wanna be the first two-time winner of Big Brother. They talk a big game. Hopefully it leads to some actual bold moves this time around. The new season of Big Brother kicks off tonight at eight on CBS. And lastly today, the answer to our trivia question. Before he voiced Mike Wazowski in Monsters, Inc., Billy Crystal turned down the role of what Toy Story character? Buzz Lightyear, Rex, or Mr. Potato Head? No need to go to infinity and beyond for this answer. It's Buzz Lightyear, who was eventually voiced by Tim Allen. Crystal later said he regretted turning down the role. Hindsight is 2020, even with one eye. 
Well, that is going to do it for today's episode. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Senior TV Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. Today's episode of What to Watch was written by Tyler Aquilina edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Crockmall and Carly Usdin.